into action Aotearoa podcast series. This series is brought to you by Eight Broke Students. Say hello, everyone. Kia ora, I'm Hayley. Hi, my name's Maddie. And I'm Lauren. Kia ora, I'm Joe. I'm Bridget. Kia ora, I'm Brianna. Hello, I'm Chris. Kia ora, I'm William. And kia ora koutou. Hello everyone, I'm Dr Elspeth Tilly. We're all from the Creativity in the Community class at Takunanga Kipiruhuroa, or Massey University. We hope you enjoy our Climate Change Theatre Action podcasts. We will be delivering five podcast episodes, including four audio play performances. Us in the Past, Sammy and Gran, Bridging the Gap and Love Out of the Ruins. We chose these plays because they speak of resilience, cooperation, community, personal strength and accountability. These are the key ideals that we believe will guide us out of the current climate crisis and pave a way towards a brighter, more sustainable future. We are turning these ideals into action by raising awareness and funds for Parakori, an Aotearoa-based organisation which aims to educate and advocate from a Māori worldview for a world without waste. If you would like to donate, please head over to www.parakori.māori.nz forward slash donate. Without further ado, sit back, relax and enjoy the podcast. You were born this year, 2021. You live in Te Whanganui Atara. It's late spring, koanga, a planting time. And early morning, kamahina te ata, the light just dawning over the horizon. It's becoming windier this time of year than it used to be. The spring storms are more intense. But you don't know this. This is just the world you have arrived in. Your newborn eyes watch, fascinated, as the raindrops splatter hard on the window, refracting the rosy dawn glow. You are eight years old, and you are running down your street, dodging between bikes and elders sitting out, and newly planted beds of communal kumara. You're late for school, which today is at the marae, where you're learning about Māori pharmacopoeia, appropriation of rako rongoa, Māori herbal medicine, by big companies is illegal, but the government has paid proper market rates for the important knowledge you are receiving in this week's lessons about the medicinal properties of kawakawa, it can soothe skin conditions and even has an anti-diabetic effect, the kuia leading the lesson says. You are learning how to grow it in your community garden beds, when to harvest and how to prepare. You are 22 years old and preoccupied. You turn the corner onto Papawai Terrace, nearly tripping over this Mali taking re-engineering people's individual solar panels into a crop loop. Energy will cost less now, which is just as well as you see at the crossroads that another northern rata tree is down. You ponder where its branches, now embracing scattered bikes and a mobility vehicle, will end up honed into a park bench so that the Kamatawa can rest their legs as they watch over their Mokuna 
and tell them how deep to push the Kumara seeds. Or maybe it'll just be enough to make some more raised bits. Nothing will be wasted, that's for sure. Roused by the chatter of Tereo as Manafinawa repair team arrive, thoughts return to calculating the level of support your basic income will provide when you finish studying. You want to keep working on the plans for carbon neutral art festivals that you have developed in your final year project until you have them solid enough to look for grant funding. You are 38, and with your friend's four-year-old, Kahurangi, you take the slow walk through your local climate corridor, Kakapo Way. The wide green strip of lush green provides continuous connection from Newtown to the city centre to allow the movement of wildlife without the hindrance of roads or buildings. Actual kakapo scratch between the trees. They are cheeky and unafraid, especially now that cats are only allowed indoors. Since you saw your first kakapo outside captivity when you were 12, their numbers have steadily grown. Ahead of you, someone collapses. In shock, you realise it's your neighbour and friend, Chrissy. You and the other strollers stop and offer what you can as Chrissy draws their last breath, encircled by foliage, friends and strangers. You're mindful of the child's presence. You're not shielding them away, not shying away. Since the HOPE Act of 2035, you are never far from Hitari Hawara Mate Katoa, a free community wellbeing hub, so you know that a health specialist will soon be on the scene. Kahurangi asks you what happens next, and you explain how after death, the body returns to life. You point out a decaying ponga fern and a thriving harakeke to explain how all living creatures are part of a life cycle. Still, on the way home, you drop into Hitari Hawara Mati Katoa yourself. While Kahurangi has water from the drink fountain served in the wooden cup you carry everywhere in your bag, you book a well body scan. As usual, you opt in to contribute all your data to the Citizen Wellbeing Project. You feel you can trust it since it became illegal to sell or mine data for profit. It takes you back to your participation in scrutinising the policies when you were seconded to the Parliament of Values in your late 20s. You are 59 and starting a new role tomorrow as an equity facilitator. You'll work across the different co-ops in your community to make sure that there's nothing nasty creeping into the structure or processes. No racial or gendered microaggressions, no stereotyping of the work so that femme-identifying people are doing all the emotional labour. No privilege reinforcing privilege. Co-ops only work when they walk the talk, when their processes are as inclusive and fair as their intentions. But that doesn't just happen. It takes structured, honest, reflective inquiry, and it will be your job to support that and make sure it's a transparent and positive experience for everyone. You've handed on the baton of the Sustainable Arts Festivals now to a new team, but this feels like something even better. Helping people learn how to share at the basic level of food, electricity, tools, spaces, and more. You feel energized after your year's paid sabbatical where you studied the indigenous planting calendar for your region and learned about kaitiakitanga. You also took the chance to travel, more or less for the first time.
you took a solar and wind-powered hovercraft to visit your roots in Australia. After Aotearoa stopped spending all that money on competitive boat races and poured it into sustainable public transport instead, it was amazing how quickly they were able to develop a large-scale, super-fast trans-Tasman hovercraft with zero emissions. When you arrived in Australia though, it was a shock to discover just how devastated it is by bushfires and drought. You reconnected with your cousin Peter. He and his husband Ignacio were at their wits end trying to cope with the heat waves and dust storms. Even though you hadn't seen Peter since he moved there 30 years ago and you'd never met Ignacio before. Once you made contact, it felt odd not to do what most people around here do and activate the Climate Migration Integration Allowance to extend your residency rights to your Aussie whanau and invite them to move here and share your living space. Peter's asthma would be much better without all the heat and dust that plague Australia, where they haven't yet figured out that green corridors clean the air. Your home is now lit by laughter and energy and determination. Ignacio is a fast learner. They're already way ahead of Peter in the free Tereo lessons at the community hub. The climate grief therapy that the wellbeing section of the hub provides has helped both of them too. A shout rouses you from your daydream. It's your good friend Jason from your care union, looking smart. Not surprising given they earn more in their role as a recycling sorter than your mate who is a media commentator. Jason tells you they've done your allotment hour for you again and that your pūha are doing great. By way of apology, you put your name down at the tool library to do an hour in Jason's name of cleaning and maintaining the community's shared tools. There's everything anyone could ever need, from solar-powered vacuum cleaners to garden rakes, but they often need a bit of TLC, and the tool library will be glad of your hour oiling wooden handles with harakeke oil or washing the reusable dust filters from the vacuums. The tools are always in use not sitting around gathering dust in a dozen different garages, but there are far fewer needed now that everyone shares them. You are 89, and you have lived through nearly a century, past 2100. In 2021, they said that by 2100, the globe would be warmer by 3.2 degrees, the sea levels would have risen by a metre in most parts of Aotearoa, and that many of the Pacific Islands would no longer be habitable, and that was if the Global Climate Agreement held. As we know, it got off to a rocky start, with New Zealand's refusal to acknowledge Pacific climate refugees as legitimate refugees, and a lot of dithering as various parties from all sides of politics kowtowed to the agricultural lobby. But once political donations were completely banned, and politicians' emails and phone records were completely open view to the public all the time, the playing field suddenly got a lot leveller, and decisions were able to be made based on long-term merit, not short-term pressure or who could hire the most expensive lobbyists. After the first pandemic, the Global Climate Agreement was strengthened by the spreading conviction that reparation, restoration and a global rebalancing were the way forward. As you ponder, you spot a swoop of shadowy shapes in the sky. Kōkako, back in droves these days. 
and it all went faster than the predictions. Once people made up their minds to put their shoulders to the wheel, once people realized they had something to give up to get something much better. Yeah, nah. On balance, you were really glad to have been alive in this particular century. To watch and to take part in the big turnaround. You like yourself better now than people did then. You sit down to eat with your neighbours. There's no point firing up a dozen solar ovens to cook for two or three people each when you can just use the big one in the community hub to feed two dozen. The Rewena pizza crust made with fermented mouldy potatoes is astonishingly delicious. There's no cheese on the pizza, of course, now that imprisoning animals for exploitation is banned, but you don't miss it anymore, especially not now that you've discovered the spicy horopito flavoured oat cheese substitute made just down the road. You pile your plate with kofitifiti salad and tuck in. Every meal is a street party and the washing up is over in a flash with so many willing hands. Peter gets his guitar out to serenade the dishwashers, and before he's even halfway through a verse, there are three singers harmonising with him. Ignacio is teaching the kids to play backgammon with the wooden set they carved themselves. At the end of the meal, your neighbour Louisa stands spontaneously to lead the thanks. There's always a thanks, but nobody is in charge of it. Sometimes even the littlest kid will feel moved to speak and everyone is quiet for them. Louisa thanks the earth that bore the food, the people who planted, farmed and harvested the food. She thanks those who chopped, combined, cooked and placed it here before us on our plates. She thanks Peter for starting the music and acknowledges those at the sink flipping harakeke dishcloths at each other. She then speaks a traditional karakia that acknowledges the spirits of the earth and the ancestors and reminds us that they are bigger than any of us. Tukua te wairoa ki a rere ki ngā taumata. Hayarahi i a tātou mahi. Me tā tātou whai i ngā tikanga a rātou mā. Ki a mau, ki a ita. Ki a kore a e ngaro. Ki a pupuri. Ki a whakamoa. Ki a tēnā, tēnā. Everyone joins in on the final lines. Finally, Louisa finishes with a wish of her own. May you be safe. May you be fed. May you be healthy. May you be at ease. May you have time for curiosity. May that be more than enough for you. You pull your hands up inside your recycled fabric sleeves against the evening chill and hug yourself. It is enough. It truly is. And you are glad that you were born exactly when you were born, on the very edge of the great change for the better. Listening to Love Out of the Ruins by Zoe Svensson, performed by eight broke students from Massey University. The unique thing about this play, and one of the main reasons we chose it, is that Zoe encouraged each group of climate change theatre action performers around the world who chose her play to contribute to the script and make it locally customised. Normally, you don't mess with a script, 
So it was a great sense of freedom that we were able to add our beautiful local indigenous language to Reo Māori, mention our native birds and trees, and set love out the ruins in our own city. This enabled us to actively imagine what a rescued green future would look and sound like. We found that to be a powerful vision. We also chose Love Out the Ruins because it gives strong, practical, sustainable suggestions and is entirely hopeful about humanity's ability to change for the better. We felt like we need that right now. Zoe Svensson is also a theatre director and researcher. Zoe creates performance projects exploring contemporary political subjects and is leading a research program into ways women are represented in place. We've really enjoyed bringing you Love Out the Ruins and we hope it has inspired you to believe in a better future as it has us. Thank you to everyone who has tuned in to our Climate Change Theatre Action Aotearoa podcast. We hope you have heard the positive message about climate change action that we have communicated through interviews and performances. Remember to listen to all our other episodes too. I would like to remind you that we are raising money for Parakori, an Aotearoa-based organisation which educates and advocates from a Māori worldview for a world without waste. If you're looking for a way to make a real difference to climate change action, please head over to www.parakore.maori.nz forward slash donate and support this great cause. Once again, we thank you for listening. We hope you've enjoyed Climate Change Theatre Action Aotearoa as brought to you by eight broke students from the Massey University Creativity in the Community class of 2021.